Good morning, everyone. Um, I was not going to upload a podcast on Sunday, last Sunday, because I felt like it was insensitive and it just wasn't what I needed to do. Um, If you guys didn't know, I am black. Shocking. I know. Crazy. But this is not going to be like a lighthearted podcast. Um, I'm it's (laughs) it's going to be real and raw and my emotions. And I hope that you will start to understand what it feels like. Um, So today is June 3rd and protests have been going on for what, like a week? Um, Riots, all that stuff, whatever. I have tried to avoid Facebook at the time of recording this, but obviously um, it's very hard to avoid Facebook. I see a lot of fake woke people. I... I see a lot of dividedness and I see a lot of people who once did not give a shit about black people before they all of a sudden care so much. People that have been using the n-word for years, people that have been, you know, covertly racist. And I'm I'm sick and tired of it. Like I'm sick and tired of us being treated as animals being treated as less than as other it's sickening it really is and i know that most of my listeners will not be able to understand this and will not be able to comprehend that even though i may be a very happy person i wake up i act like i don't give a shit like i wake up i go to the bars i drink whatever it is but in reality i'm terrified I'm terrified to one, go to jail, two, be killed, not just by cops, by other fucking white people. Like, it's, it's, it's different, guys. And I don't think you guys fully understand that when you, when your parents tell you, you know, don't wear that outfit, they're gonna think you're suspicious. Don't wear a large hoodie, they're gonna think you're suspicious. I've shot a gun twice in my life. Twice. They're heavy. They hurt my wrists. I can't do it. I don't have a gun. I don't think I'll ever have a gun because I'm black. And if that comes back, oh, I have a license to carry all this stuff. I'm 10 times more threatening. And I wish you guys could see I'm doing quotation marks. I went to my little brother's graduation and I we were sitting down in the handicap row because my mom is handicapped right now. Um, and there was this man with the biggest fucking knife I've ever seen just chilling off his belt loop. Okay? Cops did not give a shit about that man. But they were like, you know, hovering over to where the black people were. Like hanging out seeing if anything would happen it's a fucking graduation guys it's a fucking graduation who the fuck is gonna start shooting up the graduation knifing people at the graduation (coughs) 
sorry um i'm kind of sick right now my thoughts are really foggy my mom just got into a car accident literally about 30 minutes ago and i'm stressing me out so this is my outlet i need to just speak um i'm tired of being silent i'm tired of people telling me you can't say this you shouldn't say this what are people gonna think i'm tired of waking up every day thinking will today be my last day i'm tired of being scared to protest for my own fucking rights and freedoms because i know i have a loud mouth and that shit will get me in trouble but yet little white girls are out here throwing molotov cocktails at police cars and they don't die but if i did that i would die and frankly i'm not ready to die yet I'm not ready for my mom to die. I'm not ready for my dad to die. I'm not ready for my little brother who just graduated high school. He's 18 years old and he's going to college and he's doing what he loves. I'm not ready for him to die. I worry every time he tells me, oh, I'm gonna go to McDonald's real quick. Oh, I'm gonna go see my friends. I'm scared, guys. I'm scared shitless. Is he gonna come back unharmed? It just doesn't make any sense to me how we're all we're all trying to stand together and it just feels like we're standing farther apart these little black squares everyone posted yesterday i get it i understand i know that you want to show your support and show that you are standing with us and that you'll always be with us where was this outrage when Trayvon Martin was killed. Where was his outrage when police literally busted in to a grandmother's home and shot a seven-year-old girl sleeping on the couch? Where was that fucking outrage? It was nowhere, it was nowhere to be found. And that's what really upsets me. Sorry, I'm I'm getting really emotional. I just I feel like I should explain to you what happened with my roommate. Um, I will probably get in trouble for this because um, I was told to not speak about it, to not post about it, all that stuff. And I understand why I was told that, but I'm not being quiet anymore. Um... My roommate called the cops on me because I confronted her about how she lives because it was dirty and disgusting and there was that's just an, another story. Um, the fight escalated her and her boyfriend. Her boyfriend came to my door. I was sitting in my room quietly, came to my door and said, if you have something to say, come say it. Black people out there, do not say a thing. If you are a loudmouth and head, as headstrong as I am, you will want to go say something to these people. Do not say a damn thing. Just keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut. Put your hands up. But does that work all the time? So I decided to tell him what the fuck was up. And I told him, I was like, my problem isn't with you. It's with your girlfriend, Maddie. I, I don't even know if I should say her last name because I'm not, I don't want their, <sighs> sorry. Um, so 
I we got into an altercation I asked I said is this how you really live (laughs) and he said yes this is how we really live and me being uncomfortable with violence and being uncomfortable with the situation I made a joke I said and that's on white people I don't know if you guys know this, but white people cannot be oppressed, okay? They were never oppressed. You cannot be racist toward a white person, okay? You cannot be fucking racist toward a white person. So he was like, oh, so you're going to be racist now. You're going to be racist. And I told him, I was like, I'm not being racist. You were never oppressed. What's not fucking clicking, you dumb idiot, okay? What's not fucking clicking? So she goes ahead to say the girlfriend, Maddie, and you're a psycho black ass bitch. And I punched her punch, push, whatever it was before she got that last word out. Hmm. So what you're telling me is if you are so angry that you call someone psycho black, sorry, if you call someone psycho black ass, how did she say that? Like tongue twister, psycho black ass bitch. And for those of you who are not getting it, she was about to say (laughs) N-I-G-G-E-R. So you're telling me if you're angry at someone and that just slips out of your mouth, you're telling me that you didn't have those thoughts before? That you weren't racist before? That is bullshit, my friends. (laughs) She was fucking racist this whole time. And I don't fuck with it. I really don't. I'm sorry. That was just the most recent racist event that have occurred in my life. She also called the cops on me and um, told the cops, oh, yeah, that black girl in there. Because they didn't ask for my roommate. They didn't ask which one of you is Ashley. They didn't. They only took my information, my social security number, my birthday, my contact number, all that stuff. And I called every day. And I said, how's my case? How's the case? How's the case? They said, oh yeah, you're listed as a suspect and the aggressor on the case. I said, okay, well, will I make it home for Mother's Day or are you guys gonna arrest me? And not even just to like like flex or anything. I mean, these cops, they did a great job because they realized that her claims were bullshit. And by the way, I want everyone to know, fighting words are not covered by the First Amendment. Okay, fighting words are not covered by the First Amendment. Fighting words are defined as words that an ordinary man know are to cause a fight. A fistful is what they used. Same shit. Okay, they're not protected by the First Amendment. So if someone comes up to you and says, punch me, you black ass bitch, whatever, those are fighting words. You can beat their ass and it's self-defense. Okay. That was based on Chaplinsky versus the state of New Hampshire. I think it was in the 80s. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure. I will fact check that and leave it in the description. But guys, know your fucking rights. Know this. And also, you guys need to fucking vote because right now they're trying to pass a bill or whatever the fuck it is to limit our freedom of speech online. Okay? Know about it. Read up. I'm not one for politics, but... When my livelihood and my freedoms are attacked, this is what this is what happens. 
I just want to talk to you guys a little bit more about my struggles. This is not just about me, okay? I don't want it to seem like it's just about me and that I'm only talking about myself. It's about every fucking thing that we have been through as a people, as a race, okay? Just because my ancestors were not slaves doesn't mean I feel any type of differently, okay? And I would like to point that out because people have told me, they said, oh, well, we listed up, we can't find you anywhere. I said, well, because my fucking ancestors weren't slaves. They came from France. But that still doesn't negate how I'm treated in this present day. Next little thing. Next little thing, guys. I recently, this guy that I have taken to formals, taken everywhere, and literally just fucking simped over, honestly. He posted the Times cover, you know, the one where it's the civil rights movement and then the dates are crossed out and it now says 2020. Um, posted on his story, something bullshit about like, whatever, this is not true, blah, blah, blah. And I, I messaged him. I said, what are you trying to say exactly? And he came back with this, that all the comparisons to 1968, equating the plight of African-Americans today to that of those who actually faced systematic and institutionalized racism during the 20th century is an ignorant comparison to make example that times cover i'm sorry but who the fuck are you to tell me me a black person when you're not even fucking black i'm pretty sure this dude's like fucking venezuelan or something looks pretty white to me tells me that it's not the same we're not being oppressed and facing institutionalized racism systematic racism that we're not being oppressed today in 2020 You've got to be fucking kidding me, dude. Like, honestly, you got to be fucking kidding me. That's the most bullshit thing I've ever heard in my life. And it was so funny to me. I didn't even respond. I was actually laughing. I actually started laughing. It wasn't even worth my time to respond to this stupid ass kid. And that's the shit I'm talking about. I'm talking about being told, oh, you know what? You only got into all the colleges that you applied for because of affirmative action. They just needed a meet quota. Oh, so I'm not smart. Oh, so that I'm not going to go far in life? Oh, okay, you're right. This kid, and I'm going to say his name. His name is Holden Mason. He recently was on Facebook spewing a bunch of shit like, oh, so we're not going to talk about, you know, how black people kill black people, blah, blah, blah. Okay. He told me in the sixth grade, and I will never forget this day on bus 28, we're pulling up to my house. And he said to me, you know... Black people are usually pretty ugly, but you're not. Your parents did a good job on you. That's what was fucking said to me in the sixth grade. People have yelled at my mother while saving their life, while she was saving their life, yelled at her and said the most profane and disgusting, racist, vile things at her. Have you ever known what it feels like to go to school for 14 fucking years, even longer? I don't even know. Just to have your patients say, I really don't want to get treated by you. You're black. It, it's, it's disheartening to hear this stuff and she thinks that I don't hear her. It breaks my heart. When I hear her talking to her other, you know, her other friends, her friends that she went to medical school with telling them all this shit that people say to her, it breaks my heart. I hear everything. It's it's not fun. I just wanna to read to you a quote by 
Malcolm X in 1962. The most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. And I agree. I agree completely. It's funny looking back on everything, my 21 years of life, soon to be 22 years of life, that you guys want our culture, but you don't want us. You want to have black fathers and you want mixed babies, but then you go ahead and shoot the black fathers and then you make fun of us for not having any. You want to wear your hair in box braids, but you don't want to, you know, understand where that comes from. You want to talk black. You want to look black. You want to do all this stuff, but not be fucking black because why? You will die. And that's what we're facing today. If we don't change, if we don't change, we're going to die. I hope you guys realize that this whole entire thing, the protests, the riots, the looting, listen, I, hi, Chewy baby. Good morning. I, I don't, I don't fuck with the looting. I'm just going to be honest with you. I understand where people are coming from, eat the rich, all that stuff, whatever. I don't stand with the looting because one, you are looting black owned businesses and small family businesses and stuff like that. But let the riots and the protests continue. I don't have anywhere to be. And as soon as I stop feeling sick and I am not putting anyone else in danger, I will be out there rioting and protesting. I'm not, I don't condone violence. I don't condone destruction of property. So I will not be doing that, but I will be out there fighting for my life, my life. I transferred schools to leave Abilene Christian University. I have written a blog post and it's still up somewhere. And I said to them, this is fucked up. This is racist. This is ridiculous. They treat their students like shit. I'm just going to put it out there. And everyone's like, oh, dear Christian college, I love you. Bullshit. Fuck that school. They did nothing. Absolutely nothing about a girl who said, this is ridiculous. We shouldn't have a Black Lives Matter announcement at chapel. Wasn't even like we're promoting Black Lives Matter. They said, if you would like to learn more, we are having a meeting. She had nothing, no consequences. This other girl, she posted blackface. She did blackface, did a whole impression, all that stuff. That's what we were living with right down the hall. People who thought it was okay to make fun of us and to berate us and send us right back into the 20th century. Granted, she did get kicked out eight hours after this video surfaced. So that did happen, but it wasn't enough. We didn't have any seminars, meetings, any of this stuff to say, you know what? A, B, C, D, E, F, G is fucking racist. Don't do that shit. None of that. We didn't have any of that shit. So today I'm coming from you as a current student of Texas Tech University and I'm pissed as fuck. Like I'm I'm mad. It had to take tagging the Greek life people in posts for them to make an announcement. 
to to say something to say you know what we have blacks brothers and sisters in our organizations let's show them that we stand with them throughout thick and thin because isn't that what we're here for aren't we supposed to be sisters for life brothers for life didn't really feel like it not at all and I don't want to drag any sorority whatever but Pi Beta Phi whatever the fuck they're called Pi Beta Phi Phi Beta whatever the history of them being at Texas Tech University they have not had a black girl in their sorority until 2019 and it's one when I was going through recruitment people said to me I said oh I really liked Pi Phi they said you're not gonna get in I said why not because you're black and that's really just what it is the entire history of them being at Texas Tech University and they have had one black girl I will not be the token black girl anymore in anything that I do. I'm done with it. I'm going to be myself, be whoever the fuck I want, because you know what? Life is short, as we've learned. Life is even shorter when you're black, as we've learned. I have so much to say, so much more, and I'm I'm just, I can't say it anymore because I don't want to risk being silenced I don't want to risk maybe not finding a job in the future because of the things that I'm saying online now but also I I I want to fight for what's right and this whole what set off this whole entire movement recently the riots, the protesting, all of that, George Floyd. And I will always stand by and protect those who need it the most. I don't care what your skin color is, but right now, black people need protection and help the most. And I hope you guys one day will be able to understand that and be able to help. It's gotten to the point where I know my therapist is going to be listening to this bitch. I know. Okay, listen, I'm sorry. Um, I know it's got it's gotten to the point where sometimes I don't want to sorry I don't want to live in this world if it's gonna be like this where am I supposed to go America is supposed to be the land of the free the home of the brave but I don't feel very brave or free or happy it's not the American dream I don't want to sorry I don't want to raise children in a world like this. I don't want to be here in a world like this. I don't want, I find it way too hard to continue going like this and to have to live my whole life like this. I love my skin, I do, but other people don't. And that's what really fucking sucks. Okay. 
thank you guys for listening to this week's podcast episode. I hope you understand and will continue to support me. Please donate, protest, all that stuff. There, are, Just do a quick Google search and you can find multiple places to donate. Donate to your local NAACP. Donate to people's bail funds. But most of all, don't don't give up. Don't feel like how I feel. Don't be just try to survive. <laughs> <laughs>